A chilly gust of wind blows dead leaves across a blood-red sunset. Now that the bright greens and warmth of summer have died, something inside of you comes alive. October is here, and Halloween is coming. I told the kids not to knock on a house on Sullivan Street, even if its lights are on. I heard things about the people living in that house. I know I'm being a little paranoid, but I like to be cautious, especially tonight of all nights. <laughs> I'm sure none of it's actually true, but every town has that one house. The one that dog walkers try not to look at as they hurry by. The one that gives the mailman pause when he sorts the letters and sees the address. Kids tell stories about it to frighten their friends and then challenge them to ring it on a triple dog dare. It's healthy for kids to have a little mystery in their lives anyway. It adds character. That's what Halloween's all about. Scares and candy, tricks and treats. They'll get some fun memories out of it and then they'll get older. Every kid should have a Boo Radley. Mine was Mr. Felix. My father told me that Mr. Felix used to be a big part of the community till his wife passed, so I didn't want me bothering him when all the other kids were ding-dong ditching a place. Dad wasn't a sentimental man, he just didn't like messing in other people's business. I assume that's how most felt. Town board got on everyone's case about their lawn not being mowed in the summer or their leaves not being raked in the fall, but nobody seemed to push Mr. Felix about it, even though his house stuck out like a sore spot on an apple. It wasn't just the look of the house that was odd either. Or that the old man didn't come out much. What made people afraid was the thing sitting on the front steps. The jack-o'-lantern. That freaking pumpkin sat on that porch almost every day of my childhood. I say almost because the only time it wasn't was the one night it should have been. The thing never died either. Sure, he could have carved a new one every week. But I would be damned if I didn't think it was the same one all year round. Teddy Rose, this older kid that my brother ran with, said he marked it by sticking his pocket knife through the bottom. Six months later, Mark was still there, so he says, and the pumpkin hadn't shown one sign of rot. Could have been screwing with me, young as I was. I don't know. What really weirded everyone out the most, though, and not just the kids either, was that everyone who knew the couple from before said that the carving looked exactly like the old man's wife. When we were kids, our imaginations ran wild about the old man and his jack-o'-lantern. Like I said, it's healthy, you know? For kids, I mean. It's easier than the alternative. Sometimes holding on to a mystery is better than carrying the truth. One night, I got the courage to ask Dad why Mr. Felix lit the jack-o'-lantern every night. I expected him to just shrug his shoulders, but he told me that it was to help Mrs. Felix get back home. I never heard him speak like that before, so I didn't bug him about it after. Couldn't get it out of my head, though. An old man waiting for his dead wife to return. Maybe I shouldn't talk about the old man like this. Maybe he just missed her and that was his way of remembering. Just a weird thing it was. Especially with what happened later. It's just something you don't forget. You know how when it would start to get dark and your parents called your name or whistled you for dinner? Well, after Dad and I ate, I'd go back to my room. And by that time, it was almost fully dark. Most families were eating, so there were no kids around and not much traffic, so it was very quiet. Very quiet. You could set your clock to the sound. The matches, I mean. The old man had one of those large boxes that had long matches for the furnaces back then. 
He'd strike it to light the pumpkin candle every night. Well, except Halloween, of course. Whenever I hear someone strike a match, all I could think of is sitting at my window at dusk. I still get a little welled up when I think about the first night I didn't hear that sound. Dad must have missed it too, or maybe he just noticed that the lantern wasn't lit. He made the call and it didn't take long for the medics to get there. Everyone in the neighborhood lined up on the sidewalk to watch them take the old man away. Except Dad, though. Probably hid out in his bedroom. He never liked to talk about death after Mom, even a stranger's death. Me, on the other hand, I didn't know how to feel at the time. To this day, I don't know what prompted me to do it, but... (laughs) You know, I never told anybody about this. I just felt compelled. Because when you're a kid, you don't really know about death. I mean, you know of death, but you don't really get it. All my tiny mind could comprehend was that the pumpkin became a jack-o'-lantern every night for as far back as I could remember. And then that night, it didn't. So I grabbed some matches from the kitchen to finish the night out, you know? I made it halfway across the street when I noticed that someone already did it. I was only gone for a couple of seconds, but there was the old lady's face shining bright. But that wasn't what was strange, no. And never mind. Not tonight of all nights am I going to talk about that. Feels good to get it off my chest, though. I guess tonight would be the best night to talk about it if I ever will. Well, as I said, I was halfway across the street when I noticed the lantern with the old woman's face was already lit. But now, there was another one sitting next to it. Fresh jack-o'-lantern. And I'm being as serious as a heart attack when I tell you it looked exactly like the old man. I know it sounds crazy. And in the light of day, I can't tell you what really happened. What I do know is that... When you're a kid, your life needs a little bit of magic to make sense of all the sad things in it. Those sad things never really go away, and as adults we forget that we could use a little bit of magic too, you know? I know that what Dad said about the lantern was his way of helping me make sense of it. Death, I mean. But now that I have kids of my own, I think it means something else. Right now, our children are out there, hiding behind scary faces, trying to find something sweet in a bitter world. They are out there in the dark, and it's up to us to sit here and be their light if they get lost. Those lanterns weren't there to help Mr. and Mrs. Felix find their way home. Those lanterns were there because they were home. Trick or treat! Oh, you look great! Oh, that's really spooky. What are you dressed as? A witch! It's so Take off that mask, you hypocrite. Leave it to the humans to celebrate death while still trying to hide from it. (laughs) Let go of the notion that there is anything you can do about the inevitable. You don't see me crying. In fact, I'm smiling. I have a permanent grin. You gave it to me. It'll be here until I rot and return to the earth. Even if you throw me in a trash bag, my ooze will seep out and return to where I came from, only to be sprouted again. Then, the next human to come along will carve me another smile or turn me into a pie. Either way, I get spit back to the dirt somehow. Unlike you, I don't remain there. The dirt nurtures me, but it just houses you. I am the perpetual harvest that you are not. Happy Halloween. While you were out chewing candy, you grew one day closer to death. (laughs) 
See you next year. Maybe. Thank you for taking this trip through October with me. I hope you enjoyed my way of celebrating the season and made memories of your own. I'd like to thank my readers, Suni Edson, Sarah Sturm, and Burt Brooks. My composer, Christian Walsh, whose contact is on the site. Contact him for any custom compositions you might need. I would also like to thank Thomas Boatwright for providing the artwork for the last two episodes. His work is incredible and you can support him on his Patreon, also linked on my site. If you would like me to do this again next year, please leave a comment on Twitter or email me or just spread the word. The more feedback, the better. Until next year, I leave you with this. Autumn is a time of harvest and regrowth. Whether you acknowledge that growth through the traditions of the Halloween season or by just enjoying the colors and comfortable weather of the fall, all of those are spurned by the cycle of life and death that touches every living thing on this planet. With that understanding, if there's something you want to change or someone you want to become, plant that seed now. Keep yourself healthy and reaching toward the sun and wait to see what you grow into by this time next year. There is no time like the present to start changing your future. A strong tree takes a long time to grow, but it can only get strong if you plant that seed now. Our harvest is inevitable. Let's see how strong and large we can grow until we get reaped. Happy Halloween. See you in 2020. If I'm still alive.